0: Thank you so much for joining us online today at Christ Covenant Church. We hope you sense God's presence and are encouraged by the message. Now, here's Pastor Ryan Weems. If you got a copy of the Bible or a UVersion Bible app on your phone, uh, turn with me to Isaiah chapter 58. Isaiah is in the Old Testament if you're new to scripture. And we'll have a giant Bible behind me uh, in the room. It's real big, uh, online is just the lower part of your screen. But following along in your own Bible is always best. And so I want to encourage you, Uh, I I haven't, you know, researched this, but I think we've had more Bibles stolen from this church than any other church, and I think that's awesome. I encourage stealing Bibles. And so we got a couple more in the back. We keep restocking, we'll buy more. It's just kind of like a random translation, but I'd rather you have something uh, compared to nothing. But we will even buy you a nice fancy Bible. Uh, We'll put your name on it if you like that. Uh, We'll get you one of those that's got two different translations. We'll buy you a Spanish Bible if, if that's your first language, like whatever, like we'll do whatever okay um but but bring a bible with you uh have the YouVersion version bible app open on your phone it's always best whenever you follow along with me but isaiah chapter 58 is where we're going to be and this is honestly um an incredible chapter in the bible not just old testament new testament as well just kind of looking at the grand scheme of the bible this is one of those stellar chapters and i've never preached on it before so i am so excited about it but to give you quick context in in this entire chapter we'll just read a few verses but in all of chapter 58 uh really the beginning it starts off with god's people complaining and if we were honest we've been there okay maybe you've been there multiple times this past week right complaining about what's going on but here's what god's people was complaining about uh they were doing all of these religious things so so, so good things but they weren't getting results and so they were frustrated and maybe you feel that way today. I've been trying to do the right things, Pastor, but I'm frustrated. Uh, like, I don't know if you've ever been on a diet before, and uh, maybe you're on a diet right now, the New Year resolution. And uh, nothing more frustrating than, than doing a diet and not seeing the results, right? Going back to the gym, and you're like, why can't I have a six pack today? What? I got to wait, you know, time. And, and so, there's nothing more frustrating than that. So, that's where God's people are spiritually. They're doing. Uh, Religious things, but they're not seeing results from it. And specifically in chapter 58, they've been fasting. And and that's applicable to us because we're in a season, just really the beginning, starting week two tomorrow, of fasting and prayer. And so they're fasting, but they're not seeing results from it. They're fasting, and heaven is not moving in their life. And so they're complaining, they're frustrated. And then you get to verse six of Isaiah chapter 58, and God responds. Okay, so we're going to see his response here. Isaiah 58, and he's gonna tell, verse 6, and he's gonna tell them why it's not working and how to do it right. Why it's not working and how to do it right. Isaiah 58, verse 6, I'm reading out of the New International Version. And here's what God says Is this not, or is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? So he's saying, What you've been doing is not working. I've got the right fast for you. So this is the fast that I've chosen to loose the chains of injustice. Untie the cords of the yoke to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked, now I've told you many times, I'm from the South, like many of you, I'm born raised here, you don't say naked, it's naked, okay? When you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood, that's talking about your family, verse eight. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Anybody want that in your life? Physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. It has your back. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say here am I incredible verses on fasting and prayer and God's going to stretch you today he's going to work deep in your life and I'm telling you this is going to be one of those messages that's going to change the course of your life as God speaks to you through his word so keep your Bible open Bible app and close your eyes with me in the room and if you can safely online let's pray God we thank you for this day that we can gather together We thank you, God, for what you're already doing in our midst. And and honestly, God, and I've said it many times, but I believe it's true that what happened last Sunday, January the 1st, New Year's Day praise party, it will set the pace for our entire year. Corporately as this church, but also individually in our families. And God, we're going after you more than ever before. And so this is not a season to step back. This is not a season to, to be in every once in a while, but be out other times. We're all in, God, and we're pressing after you. And so I pray, God, that you would move in power, that you'd move, continue to move in supernatural ways. I pray for anyone that's never seen a miracle, notable miracle, that they would see it happen this year in their life. I pray, God, for for blind eyes to be open for people to see. I pray, God, for broken bodies to be healed. I pray for those that are caught up in habitual sin that is just tearing down and destroying their lives, separating them from you, that you bring freedom. May you do what we've read in the scriptures. May you do it in our midst, God. We pray for prodigals to come on home. May you do a mighty, powerful work among us. God, we don't just dip our toe in, we jump all in to your presence and what you want to do. And I pray, God, for this series and this message in particular on fasting and prayer, that from the new person all the way to the seasoned saint god that we would take these words to heart that we would apply them to our everyday lives and we'd be better because of it god if this will be our greatest year spiritually it will be our greatest year ever and i pray that for my friends i pray that for this church i pray it for me and we ask all this in jesus mighty name we pray amen amen can y'all tell i'm stirred up a little bit god's gonna do something in your life not just today but through this series You know, one of the ways that God wants to grow you is through fasting and prayer. And if you've been around for a little while, you know that we start every single year. I've been here five years, like I said, and every single January, we've started with a specific intentional season, 21 days, three weeks. That's what it takes to form a habit of fasting and prayer, of going after God like never before. And you need to know, that not only in isaiah 58 which is the best chapter in the entire bible on fasting but not only there all throughout the bible cover to cover fasting and prayer are the perfect combination for your spiritual journey like like think about it like this they're like pb and j y'all you got peanut butter which is great on its own you got jelly i prefer blackberry jelly but any kind of jelly that's great on its own but you put those things together Chef's kiss, okay? That's some good stuff right there. It, it, it's like crawfish and corn on the cob, y'all. Perfect combination. It, it's like French fries and spicy ketchup from Waterburger, y'all. Don't judge it until you try it, okay? Can you tell some of us are fasting right now? <laughs> like, like it's incredible. It's, it's the perfect combination. I'll say it to you another way. Fasting and prayer are spiritual weapons that are meant to be used together, not just for your benefit, but the benefit around you. They are weapons that are set that are staying dormant in far too many Christians' lives. I've met so many people that have been Christians for 40 plus years. I'm 36, longer than I've been alive, and yet they have never had an intentional season of fasting and prayer, and that's gonna change. This month, it's gonna change right now. I'm gonna inform you, you're gonna apply it to your life and you're gonna see lasting results. Better than your, fan, your pants fitting better. Better than you, oh, I burn some calories. That's all good. But this is gonna bring lasting results in your spiritual life that's gonna actually translate to every other area of life. If you believe it, would you shout amen with me? It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Prayer, fasting, fasting, prayer, perfect combination, powerful weapons. And so my goal today, again, different topic every single week but my goal today fasting and prayer is to get as many of you as possible to join me in this season again week two starts tomorrow it is not too late we ain't even halfway yet you're right there with us now there's many of you that you're already doing it so you keep on How I mean, y'all know it's easy to start something it's a lot harder to finish something I felt that here recently okay but you got a new start a new beginning and God is going to do something so powerful but it's going to start with you taking a step fasting and prayer so I want you to take good notes today, even if you've been in church for a while, because you're gonna be able to hold on to this for the rest of your life. It's really gonna help you whenever you enter into a season like this. But here's what you need to know. Here's the first thing. Your fast is to starve your flesh and also feed your spirit. You, you, you need both sides of this, okay? So, so when you fast food, anything, and I'll talk about that at the very end, but when you fast anything, you are starving your flesh, but you also need to feed your spirit. And so there's kind of like two parts of you, you could even say three parts of you, but, but I wanna focus on these, that you've, you've got this flesh side, this, this carnal side, uh, this side that is that is not like God that the side that you you say things and post things and do things that you regret later on right it's the side where like it felt good in the moment but you realize pretty quickly it wasn't good what you did and what you thought it's your sin nature how, how many of y'all know we love our kids uh, but we don't have to teach them to sin they learn just on their own right nobody's ever taught their kid to say no they figure it out on their own right can I get an amen from parents it's that sin nature we are born into and so when you're fasting, you, you are starving that side of you. You are killing that side of you. For far too many people, we feed our flesh filet mignon three meals a day. And, and, and what we take in, media, all the stuff, like we are just feeding, feeding our flesh. But when you fast, you are starving your flesh, but there's another side of it that you're also feeding your spirit. That's the part of you that, that God is blessing and God is anointing, that, that that's God stretching you in that area that's like God. That, that's what you wanna feed. I'll say it to you this way, when it comes to your flesh and your spirit, whichever one you feed more, it will win. It will win. And some of you, you're so frustrated, But the reason why you're frustrated is not God, it's you because you are feeding your flesh way too well. And you gotta starve it a little bit. You gotta starve it a little bit, but you've also gotta feed your spirit. It's both sides of this. Uh, When you're fasting from food, whatever, uh, that's an important part, but you're also on the other side, feasting on God's presence. So if you're just fasting, I say this all the time, I said it this last Monday, I'll probably say it tomorrow as well. But when you fast and you don't pray, you're just on a diet, okay? And I know people, intermittent fasting is really popular right now outside of church circles. And that's cool if that's what you wanna do, but if you don't replace it with anything, then you're just on a diet. You're just trying to lose weight. And so it's fasting and prayer, fasting from food, whatever it is the Lord leads you to, but also feasting on his presence. You need both. You fast to starve your flesh and feed, your spirit. And so as we look at Isaiah chapter 58, just the few verses that we read, the whole chapter is about fasting. You can study it more if you'd like to this week or later today. But as we look at the few verses that we read, really there's two huge takeaways here that you can apply to your life These huge takeaways are gonna encourage those of you that have not joined us yet to start today, not tomorrow, but today on this spiritual journey. And it's gonna challenge you. It's gonna be really, really helpful for you as we're really at the beginning still of these 21 days of prayer and fasting. So here's the first thing you need to write down. Here's what we see clearly from Isaiah 58 when it comes to fasting. Number one, write this down fasting breaks chains. Fasting breaks chains. This is in verses six through the beginning of verse eight. And there's so much in just those first couple of verses that we read, but really the big idea is that God makes it crystal clear. You don't have to be a rocket science. You don't have to be a Bible scholar to understand this. God makes it clear that when you fast and pray, not your way, Not on your terms, that's what God's people were doing back then, that's the beginning of the chapter, they were fasting to try to manipulate God. How many of y'all know God can't be manipulated, okay? He sees right through to the heart and the motives of it all. It's not, God, I do this, and then you do this. That's the wrong heart, okay? You can ask God for stuff, and we'll talk about that today, but it's all about the heart, all right? And so when you fast and pray God's way, it's actually going to lead to you every single time, also helping those around you that are hurting and broken. And nobody talks about this. But it is so clear here that this is a part of this spiritual discipline. That when you fast and pray God's way, it will lead every time, somebody shout every time, every time to helping those that are hurting and broken around you. That when you fast, it is not just, this is what pastors only talk about and what I've only talked about oftentimes. So I'm getting it better today. But when you fast, it's not just the vertical move of God in your life. That's a part of it. God wants to move in your life like he's already moved in your life, this service, and like he moved last Sunday in your life. But it's not just about the vertical move of God. It's also the horizontal move of God for God to work in you and then through you to touch someone else's life. And so when you fast and pray, y'all hearing me, church? When you fast and pray, it doesn't just change you. It's to change those around you that aren't even fasting and praying. There should be a difference, moms and dads. You will be a better parent when you fast and pray, like like grandma, grandpa. You will be a better grandparent when you fast and pray. Business owner, I don't care how small or big your business is. C level executive, you will be a better businessman, businesswoman when you fast and pray. It makes a difference. It makes a a difference. It should it should it should bring a better result around you vertical move of god yes but also horizontal move of god through you to touch someone else's life and and this is so true i was thinking about this this past week because again i didn't talk about this a lot uh, i don't hear this talked about a lot but it's very clear here but i was thinking about this and it's so true every time that we get to this season in january because i'm always leading the charge i i would never ask you to do something i i lean the charge on okay so i'm, I'm doing that just like i've always done but every january this comes around And I'm praying and I'm fasting. And I just gotta be honest with you. I don't do anything different uh, when it comes to my message prep. Uh, I'm not pulling from somewhere else or anything like that. The only difference between this month and other months is I'm in this season of prayer and fasting, starving my flesh and feeding my spirit. And and I'll just tell you, every single year is gonna happen again this year. My sermons have gotten twice as good during this month. They have. And, and, And it's not me preparing differently. It's me starving my flesh and feeding my spirit. There is a supernatural anointing. It's clear here that is on your life for God to move horizontally through you. And so again, you wanna be a better parent, a better spouse. You want breakthrough. With those around you, you need to enter into the season with us of fasting and prayer. There is a special anointing that will come upon you. I'm telling you, it will make a difference. It's supernatural. I know you may not be a preacher, but in every area of your life, it will make a difference around you. So fasting and prayer, here's what Isaiah said. We read this. It will lead you doing this for others, that you would untie their ropes, that you would loosen their chains. But not only that, I love how it ends, that you will also, this is God working through you for their life. You will also be the one to break off their chains y'all know it's one thing to loosen and untie it's another thing to break it off in jesus name where even if they wanted to pick it back up they couldn't because it's broken and in shambles and so if you're tired of seeing people around you struggling those in your sphere at your job at your school uh, what's the secret fasting and prayer it breaks chains of those that are hurting and those that are oppressed around you i'm telling you it will make the difference it will make the difference in your life but not only that I believe so strongly fire in my bones that this passage specifically the first couple of verses it's also talking about fasting breaking off spiritual chains in your life i'll say it to you this way this is how god works not just isaiah 58 ball throughout the scriptures god usually is waiting for you to do for someone else what he's about to do for you and so often we wait and we hold off. You do it for me. We 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 like it the other way, right? God do this for me, then I'll help somebody else out. God's like, that's not faith, that's not trust. And so you do God working through you for someone else, then God's like, all right, I'm about to do something in your life. And so if you got spiritual chains today if you've got things that are holding you back, if if, there, if you've got bondage in your life, if you've got sin that keeps tripping you up, the oppression that you may face by the evil one, God's speaking to somebody right now, the strongholds and the patterns that you keep dealing with. I ain't talking about your cousin, I'm talking about you. It's not just untie, it's not just loosen, but God wants to break those chains off of you in Jesus' name. Can somebody give him praise? Praise him like the breakthrough's in like you believe it. I'm telling you, no longer do you have to just get by in your life. No longer do you have to drag those chains around looking like a Christmas carol up in your life. But you can actually be set free in Jesus' name. Does anybody wanna walk and live and run in freedom? It's available for you. Break that stuff off could this not be the year I'm looking in this section right now could this not be the year 2023 that you finally find freedom that you finally have breakthrough could this not be that year I would say yes in Jesus name but God's looking for you to take a step He's looking for you to make a move. God's always making moves, but a lot of times he wants you to make the first move. And when you make that first move, it's a step of faith. I told you my messages get better this month. I'm just telling you, it's the anointing that comes upon your life. Ain't nothing special about me or my prep. It's all God and he will do something in your life. I'm telling you, it makes a difference. I prayed this over so many the altars were flooded. That's the front of this building Here's what we call it. Nothing special about it, but so many both services came down for prayer. I mean, it was awesome. It was incredible. Me and my wife, we got to pray for people. And one of the big things that kept coming up, different situations, different areas, was there was freedom that was needed in people's lives. And so I prayed that over so many of you, that, that Jesus would break off those chains. Again, it was one thing to untie, one thing to loosen, but we, we want to break it off. We, we, we want to kill it. We want to leave it here that even if you tried to pick it back up, you couldn't. And so I prayed that for so many of you. And here's the verse that I quoted right after that to so many of you. It's all Bible, baby, but who the sun sets free is free indeed. Amen. So that's, that's all out freedom. And some of you that didn't come from a charismatic circle like I had, you're a little bit nervous right now. they talking about breaking stuff. they talking about loosening stuff. They're talking about, unst- it's all Bible. That's all I'm preaching to you. And I'm telling you, God has this available for you and so it's around you but it's also in your life and i love this i love that at the end of verse 7 i believe isaiah says this being led by the holy spirit of god he, he says that that you need to make sure that with all this breaking off and what god's doing in you and what god is is doing with those around you you got to make sure that you don't neglect your own flesh and blood and so often we get so caught up and man i want to have this ministry i want to do this thing or god i want this for me But we cannot forsake, if you got kids, your kids, or your grandkids, or your spouse, or your mom, or your dad, or your sister, or your brother. And so again, it's not just this ministry stuff. It's not just your life. It's also your family. And so if there's stuff that you see in your kids and grandkids, and and it's breaking your heart, and you know it's breaking God's heart, it's time that you not neglect them. In fact, this is one of the convictions I've had in the 10 plus years that I've been a pastor is that I never wanna give you my best and my family, my, my sloppy seconds, you know? And so I can't do something for you, but not do it. So I gotta tell you, not only are we turning it up here in these services and we'll keep doing that, but in our family, we are praying. We, we always pray for each other. Kids will pray for me and Isabel, my wife, and we'll pray for them. And, uh, but we're, we're, we're turning it up in our house and we're praying for so many different things. I, we have laid more hands on each other than ever before. And, and, and by the way, in, in the Bible, there's two different forms of laying on hands. One is fighting, the, and I'm not talking about that one, and the other is praying for people, okay? <laughs> and now sometimes the kids lay hands on each other and they ain't holy hands okay but still and and so we're seeing this in our own family and so that's my challenge to you as well you take it home with you come on somebody somebody shout this right now say shout take it home come on shout take it home like 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 take you know that goodie bag doggy bag let me talk about food again for a second you know all that that's great leftovers are awesome you eat your thanksgiving food for like two weeks afterwards you know it just gets better and better that's a lie i don't make it two weeks but you know what i'm saying Like you gotta take it home with you you gotta take it home so moms and dads it ain't anybody else's job to disciple your kids than you okay we'll help you but it's your job your responsibility you'll be held accountable one day before the lord for it. that's just the truth that's facts pastor dante that slaps right there anyways all right if you don't know look it up so 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 i love six and seven but look again at verse eight beginning of verse eight part eight here's what it says so you do all this stuff for others those around you your own family God's going to start doing some stuff in you. Here's what it said. Your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Come on, let's hang on that for a second. In fact, it starts with then. So all that other stuff is happening first, then, right? I ain't some English scholar, but I understand then, right? You do something before the then and then something happens. Then your light will break forth like the dawn. Picture it like this. Great example that God gave me last night. So, so what happened last night? Craziness, right? Some of you sheltered, some of you were maybe like me, and are like, nah, we're good, we're good. We'll just keep an eye on it, you know? But we had the crazy storms last night, the tornado warning, all that kind of stuff, uh, stuff blowing my trash can and our recycle bin and went down the street. I had to retrieve it this morning because I forgot to bring it in. Like, like, like that's, that's what happened. But what happened sometime this morning? The clouds broke, the storms, broke and now it's beautiful outside and that is a picture an illustration that god has given us today that if you're in the middle of a storm if it's been chaos and crazy around you the weapons that god has given you fasting and prayer god working not just to you but through you you're gonna have a new day does anybody want that in this room a new day a new beginning it's like that yeah and jesus you grab it. i grab it first every yes lord that's my you didn't get it i was up first you know But it's a new day. It's a new beginning that God has for you. Not only that, but your healing will quickly appear. And that word healing, we're going deep today. I've actually got this on the screen, put it on the screen, it'll be in the room, but also lower thirds. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Healing, yeah, there it is. Healing, the Hebrew word for healing is aruka. And I'm sure I'm butchering that, you know, just, text me later you know you got it wrong cool healing aruka and here's what it means in the original language a wound to be covered by new skin love that image a wound to be covered by new skin that is the type of healing that is available for you personally and so how many of y'all know, it's not just physical wounds, it's spiritual wounds. Somebody hurt you in the church back in the day. Some pastor did something crazy. Some church did something really weird and they blamed it on the Holy Spirit. It wasn't the Holy Spirit, it was them getting a little crazy, okay? Like, no, 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 like you had something going on. For some of you, it's relationally. Your marriage is, is, is broken and there is wound. After, I mean, I mean you, you, you need triage, like it's just messed up. Like there's so many wounds in you. Maybe it's, maybe it's emotional. Maybe it's mental. Thank God that we start to talk about this more inside the church and even outside the church here in the last couple of years, but you can be so wounded mentally, but you can't always see it physically. So that's a wound. But God has healing for you, aruka, and it's new skin covering up that wound and there being healing. It's this, it's restoration. Restoration. And if you have a good restoration by the way you don't just get back to the value you used to have it's even better than it ever was before and that's what god wants to do in your life and again if you want that it's available but god wants you to make a move make a move and not so you can manipulate him not anything like that that's the exact opposite of what we're talking about here but it's a step of faith gotta see what your word says I see that fasting breaks chains and I'm tired of what I'm seeing. I'm tired of the ripple effect that's happening in my marriage, in my family. I'm tired of the brokenness that's at my job. Just people can't stop talking about what they did on the weekend and they're at that club with it ain't their, it ain't their spouse that they're there with and they're doing so many horrible things. And they actually wear it as a badge of honor. I see what they're doing on their computers during breaks. God, I am broken for this and I want you to break off those chains. And so I'm gonna fast and I'm gonna pray and I'm gonna see breakthrough in their life. But not only that, God, I see that I have been feeding my flesh way too often with all the media and all the music and all the shows. And here's what I've been saying. Well, I can handle it. I'm a grown-up. I'm an adult. It didn't affect me. It is affecting you. You are talking differently. You, You are thinking differently. What's happened is you've gotten used to it, but now the Holy Spirit is allowing you to see that it is jacked up how you're thinking. It is not honor God. Those are unholy actions. You would never have done that 10 years ago, but now you're making excuses for it today. Is anybody hearing me in God's house? And it is time for it to be broken off in Jesus' name. There's healing. I said this a few weeks ago. Some of you have been healed. I mean, you've been, you've been wounded decades, weeks, months, whatever it is, a long time ago, and, and you've never healed, and so now you've been bleeding on people who never cut you and, and, and you got to stop it god wants to heal you get rid of that victim mentality you're a victor god has god, got so much more for you he'll use it as a testimony he will but but you got to be healed and god wants to heal you and it's not him just oh, i don't know what to do up in heaven no, no no it's us the common denominator like the video said comedically it's us We're the one, and today it can change as you fast and you pray and go after God like never before. I'm hoping some of you are getting convinced today. I don't know what all this looks like, but I'm gonna try it today because I need breakthrough in my life. Here's a second one, number two. Second point about fasting in these few verses. So number one, fasting breaks chains. Number two, fasting brings clarity. And some of you, when you heard that, you're like, yes, 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 I need that, I need that, I need that fasting brings clarity. This is not Ryan talking to you, this is the word. The end of verse eight and also verse nine makes this clear that fasting brings clarity. And, and I really like the, the picture that we get. And if you can look again at those verses, look at them with me. I love the way that God writes this. He says that, that when it comes to your life, remember this is not for your second cousin removed, okay? This, this message is for you. When it comes to your life, when it comes to the direction that you are going, God says this, when you're fasting and praying, that he will provide righteousness in the front of you and his glory at the back of you. So I want you to picture this in your mind as best you can. There's righteousness. now. A lot of people don't know what righteousness is. It's one of those words like faith that we throw around all the time and it sounds real good and real spiritual, but you don't know what it means. Righteousness, the easiest way to explain it and the easiest way, in my opinion, to remember it, righteousness is right standing with God. So you're in right standing with God. Now, God is the one that puts you there, but you choose to live that out, okay? And so you've got got some skin in the game that you wanna walk out, not, not perfection, not earning it. God's already earned it. So he does it for you, he puts you in that place, but you walk it out, you live it out. Y'all with me, church? Okay, that's righteousness, right standing with God. And so when you're fasting and praying, you've got righteousness in front of you, that's what God says, but also his glory, which is just simply his presence. Pastor Tony prayed that in the back, because worship team and me, we always meet back there and we're praying and we're talking through things and that's what she prayed and it's so true that God, if, if, if your, your presence isn't here, then we're wasting our time. Like it's cool to have people showing up like this and it's cool for people pressing in online as well, but, but, but this ain't some like country club, you know? Like, like the difference maker is God's presence. He's the one that does all this. And so picture it in your life personally, righteousness in front of you and God's glory, God's presence behind you. And the beauty of that, and this is so needed for some of you, The beauty of that is when you're in a fork in the road when you're at a crossroads and some of you are the moment i said that you're like yeah i know i know exactly what god's speaking to me so you're at a crossroads you're at a fork in the road but when you're fasting and praying righteousness in front god's glory god's presence behind you your rear guard when you're at a fork in the road the crossroads god will show you which road to take that's the good news the problem is so many of us, we have competing voices in our life. That podcast that you listen to on tune time speed, going to school or going to work, the talk radio, and I love sports talk radio personally, so I ain't trying to hate anybody for it, like nothing like that, but what's noise, radio, Spotify, Pandora, all that kind of stuff, YouTube, whatever you're watching, whatever you're listening to, Fox News, CNN, I'm trying to hit all the bases here, you know, whatever the noise is. Friends in your life that they act like they're giving you good advice, but really they just want you to test something out so they don't have to try it, you know, that kind of friend. And um, you've got these com- competing voices. And so when, when you're fasting and you're praying, again, you're, you're starving your flesh because you're one of those competing voices too, by the way. But you're starving your flesh and you're feeding your spirit. So what you're doing is you're, you're, you're eliminating all those distractions and, and, it, and it gives you the ability to have clarity with what God is telling you to do when he's telling you to do it and where he's wanting you to go. So for those that are at a fork in the road, crossroads, big big decision, excuse me, in front of you and you don't know what to do when you fast and when you pray, God will give you clarity. I encourage everybody who's thinking about proposing, like the men that are thinking about proposing, those that are are engaged, but they're not married yet, I encourage them always to enter into that first by fasting and prayer. Why? Because it's a big decision. Before you move, you should fast and pray. Before you switch jobs, you should fast and pray. I'm telling you, these are big decisions. Before you're like, hey, hey, we we think about having another child, you know? uh, You should fast and pray. And those are big decisions in your life. Before I take the promotion, I'm gonna fast and pray. I know a lot of people that make more money than me, but they are miserable. So it's not all about that. So you should fast and pray. So when you fast, it brings clarity when you're at the fork in the road. Think about it like this. Almost all of us, if not all of us, at one point in our life, we've been driving somewhere and, and we got lost. Now, guys, let's be honest. We never get lost, okay? Um, uh, we just take the scenic route. That's what we do, right? Like, I don't think this is the one. No, we're, we're, we're gonna get there. You know, I'm just, have you seen this part of Houston? You know, We didn't come this way. Yeah, 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 I know. But, but everybody else, right? We, well, when you're driving, we... We get lost every once in a while. I remember just just coming to Houston and I, I'm directionally challenged just to begin with. Some of y'all, y'all know which way is north right now. Which way is north? Anybody know you can point to it? Anybody, a couple of you, somewhere? Okay. Oh, I thought you pointed out. No, you pointed <laughs> What's really funny about my vantage point is many of you pointed different directions. <laughs> but anyways. And so, so some of you, you always know where north is and you know how to get somewhere. You've been there one time, you, you know, but I'm directly challenged. So when I came to Houston, people told me about all the loops right you got the outer loop and then you got the other loop and then you got the inner loop and I'm still confused uh, like we got roads in Houston that they change names what's up what's that up with you know high like highways that change names like what's going on with that you know it's trying to mess with me <laughs> our street long and bow for the longest time they fixed it but for the longest time we're long and um well even our street is Cherry Park right at one point uh, but for the longest time right there on Highway 6 uh, they had spelled long and bow different on different parts of it. So there it was spelled differently than it is here. They fixed it now, but still. But I'm directly challenged. That stuff doesn't help. But if you're driving somewhere, at one point or another, um, we've all gotten gotten lost. And I want you to think back. Don't say it, but just think back to what was the first thing that you did when you were lost. Now, many of you are tempted to say... Well, I I pulled out my my phone or I refreshed GPS, you know, or I went from Apple Maps to Google Maps or Google Maps to Waze, you know, that kind of thing. But it's actually not the first thing that you did when you were lost. Here's the first thing that you did when you were lost driving somewhere, didn't know how to get there, is you turned down the radio. You turned down the podcast. Now quickly, you moved to the phone, I get it. But the first thing that you did was anybody in your car, and if you got little kids like me, you said, quiet i'm turning this thing around you know all the threats brought you into this world i take you out you know all that kind of stuff just kidding just kidding if anybody's watching from the government just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. they ain't watching anyways <laughs> so so you're quieting the noise podcast turning down radio talk radio music on your phone whatever it is peep side conversation. i hey, don't talk to me right now you know why because you cannot multitask You turn down the competing noises, some of you will even like pull over, which is probably a wise thing to do as well. And you're gonna use all of your brain's computing power on one thing. I don't know where to go, and so I need to figure out my bearings. Where am I, and what do I need to do next? That's the exact same thing that fasting does for you. You got so many noises. In fact, I've said this for a long time now. I'm probably not the original person. I've never heard other people talk about it before. But I've said this a lot. And I, and I say it's my opinion, but I'm like convinced of it more and more. But I believe this, that when you're fasting and praying, it's not that God's voice gets louder. It's that all the other voices get less. Because God, and this is really good theology. I'm certain of this part. God is always speaking. He is always speaking. The problem is with us that we're not always listening. And so when you fast and pray, I don't think it's God getting louder or God using the voice like Mufasa in the clouds, you know, James Earl Jones. I think he's same tone. I think he's same cadence. I think it's us finally getting rid of all the other voices and the voice the loudest, it wins. So you're quieting the distractions, you're getting your bearings and then you hear God. I know there's an area in my life that I need clarity. It's not a bad thing, it's a really good thing, but I need to hear from the Lord, which way? Not a bad thing, a good thing. And so some of you, you're at that fork in the road. You're at that crossroads. And you don't know what to do. It, I just feel this right now. I probably won't even say it a second, so I'm gonna say it in this third. Some of you are acting like you know what to do, but you are lying to yourself. Your spouse is asking you, well, what should we do with this? And you're like, I know, I know. And you are, you are faking it till you make it. Can I tell you right now, you ain't gonna make it if you live that way. You, you got a you gotta man up, woman up, whoever this is I'm talking to. And you gotta say, you know what, I don't know but I'm gonna find out from God. That's the best answer right there. People ask me questions all the time. I don't know that answer, but I can ask God. Gotta humble yourself a little bit. So I don't know what it is, the crossroads. Maybe it's a big parenting decision. Maybe it's a move that you've you've just been moving towards because you're gonna have more equity in that house and all that kind of stuff. Like I said, it's not all about the Benjamins, okay? It's more than that. Maybe it's with a relationship hey, do we take the next step do we not some of you maybe are in a dating relationship that, that maybe it, it needs to end sometimes there's necessary endings I'm not saying marriage i'm saying maybe you're dating and you're in that place maybe it's a promotion maybe it's a new business maybe it's something in your life that you kind of been sweeping underneath the rug and And God's saying, hey, the fork in the road for you is to stop pretending like it's not there because it will come to roost in your life. It will not get better on its own. You got to actually deal with it. But if you need clarity in any area of your life, it is available for you. God is so good that he will not leave you in chaos. He will not leave you in dysfunction. But he is calling you to make a move, take a step of faith and he will meet you right when you take that step it's not to manipulate him it's because you look up to him with honest pure motives that god i don't want what i want i want what you want and i'm not sure what you want and so i'm gonna fast and i'm gonna pray and i believe that you're gonna bring clarity to this situation and when you bring clarity i will obey so here's how we'll end this this service and this message my joy and my heart and I love what I get to do. It's not always easy, but I'm so grateful that God is allowing me to do this. What I wanna do is I wanna coach you and I wanna help you on this journey. Like I said, at the very beginning of this message, there's, there's a lot of Christians. I've even talked to some in this church that they've been a Christian for a long time and they've never fasted and prayed. So it's not about like how long you've been a Christian. It's the depth there. Some of you, you fasted and prayed when you were younger and you're like, hey, that's a young man, young woman's game. no, it is not you do it responsibly if you need to talk to your doctor you talk to your doctor that's all cool but I want to challenge you and I want to encourage you well here's what was in my heart and maybe it's shooting low but I was like if we can get 70% of our church fasting something and feasting on God's price, 70% that'd, that'd be incredible I mean think about what God would do in you and those around you in our church in our city in our world I ain't talking about forever I'm talking about 14 more days and so you can put this on the screen in the room and online, but it's Christcove.net slash 21 days. i want to make it real simple for you to get there. On that website, I've got more like, what can you fast? How do you fast? Types of fasts. We've got a prayer journal, which I think there's a few left in the back, different verses that we're all reading each day of the 21 days. It's one for, for, for parents with kids. It's the green packets and it's got coloring pages, activity pages in there. So parents, you can lead your children. Remember, it's your job, but we wanna help you in that discipleship. I got an old message that I've done. We didn't have online at that point, so we didn't have a camera, but it's an audio sermon where I talked about fasting from the New Testament's perspective. We've got so much articles on there. So really, I want you to have no excuse except for you to disobey God. So you have no excuse. I didn't know about it. You're here, baby. You know, you know what it's all about. You know some of the things that it will do for you and those around you. So christcubnet slash 21 days. For those that have already started, and there's many of you, continue on the journey with us. Continue. Don't grow faint in doing good. Keep pressing forward. For those that haven't started, we are just at the beginning of this. You press in with us. And I'm telling you, God will do something. So maybe God's speaking to you right now, and it's like, hey, you need to fast lunch every single day for the remaining 14 days. I've done that many different times. The great thing about lunch is whether you're at school or the office, is that when you would pull away or go to a restaurant even eat at your desk instead of that remember you're starving your flesh but then you're also feeding your spirit so instead of that you're you put your earbuds in you're listening to worship music you you read some verses you go on a walk if it's nice like it is right now and you pray a little bit and you can do that my wife a couple different times over the last several years she's been pregnant during this season if you're pregnant of course don't fast food but what you can fast though is like social media some of y'all, the Holy Spirit's speaking to you right now. You're pushing it off. You're pushing it off. He's speaking to you. Like you can delete TikTok and you can delete Instagram and you can delete Facebook on your phone for 14 days. Guess what? When you download it, it all pops right back, you know? You could even do a last post on there. Don't tell people what you're doing. You wanna be braggadocious about it, you know, to say, I'm gonna be off for a couple of weeks. And when you come back in a couple of weeks, you can have all these messages people missed you. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna to touch your heart, you know? You can do that if you need to. And then what you do, and I don't have my phone up here, but what you do is without even knowing, a couple hundred times a day, all of us, we, we, we grab our phone. It's crazy. There's this thing where you even think it's ringing or vibrating and it's not, and you grab it. I, I, yeah, there it is. Phantom something. Like that's, that's what it is. And so you grab it. And so what's gonna happen is you're gonna grab it and you're like, oh, TikTok's not on there. Like, like, let's be honest, you, you waste your life on TikTok, okay? You, you end up like on there for like 14 hours and you're like, what just happened to me? You're watching squirrels dance with music in the background, you know? So what's going on? And so when you get to that phone, what do you do instead? Well, the apps aren't there and, and, and I can't handle the conviction of re-downloading them right now. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna click on the YouVersion Bible app. I'm gonna read the verse of the day. You see what I'm saying here? There's different things that you can do. It all matters. However, the Lord leads you. Maybe it is a complete fast and you're just gonna do liquids. You're just gonna do water and light juices, whatever it is. And God's gonna meet you there. Fasting breaks chains and fasting brings clarity. Amen, church. Close your eyes with me. Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for this epic chapter in the Bible about fasting. We, we need it. It's so helpful. Thank you, God, for bringing me there. I never preach on this, never really digested this like I had this last week. Thank you, God. And I pray, God, that we would, we would learn from it, that we would apply this to our lives. I know not everybody will join on. Maybe they'll join next year. But if we can get 70% of this house and this service in the next, God, fasting and praying, God, we'll, we'll see change. And so we pray, God, that you would move. We pray, God, that you would break chains. We pray, God, that you would bring clarity. And we don't just ask for the vertical in our life. We also ask for the horizontal. That's the key factor. God, don't just work in me, but also work through me to touch someone else's life. That's how you check your motives. That's how you check your heart. That's what God's people in Isaiah had gotten wrong. So God, help us to be at that place. And I pray for anybody in this room, anybody online that's never given their life to you, I pray today would be their day. Brand brand new starts. New year, new you. So if that's you today, you've never given your life to Jesus. Here's how you do that. There's another book in the Bible. It's actually in the New Testament. It's Romans. And in Romans chapter 10, verse nine, it says this, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And so you can do that right now. You can confess and put your belief in Jesus. And so I'll coach you. You can just whisper this to him in the room and online. If you've never given your life to him and you want to, Jesus, I confess that you are God. You can whisper that to him. I confess. And Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross. It really happened. And I believe, it takes faith, but I believe that you also rose from the dead. And so Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of my sin, to make me new. I ask you, Jesus, to break off those chains, to break off that sin in my life. And I pray, Jesus, for a new beginning, just like this morning, a new dawn, a new day, fresh purpose, not because of, me God and what I've done but because of what you've already done Jesus for me thank you God for those that are giving their life to you thank you for the change that is happening right now in Jesus name they are now different than they were before and God it's not the finish line we know it's the starting line of faith so help them to keep growing to keep pressing in and help us to do what we can as a church to help them God we give you glory and we give you honor in Jesus mighty name we pray amen Thank you so much for listening today. If you made a decision for Jesus Christ or if your life has been impacted in any way, please send us an email at info at We would love to hear your story. And for those that committed your life to Christ, we want to help you on your new journey by sending our free Start Bible Kit in the mail. If you'd like to partner with us financially, simply click on the Give tab at ChristCove.net. There it will take you to a safe and secure page where you can set up a one-time or recurring gift to help us accomplish our vision, heaven full and hell empty. And as always, you can find out more about Christ's covenant on our website or on Facebook or Instagram at ChristCoveHouston.